Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chronicles of a Sunflower. Oh my goodness. I was literally like checking my phone right now to see when was the last episode that I did and posted it on Spotify. And legit, it's been a month. Like literally today, somehow, 29th, and then it was October 29th was the last episode that I uploaded. And it blew my mind because... We are literally a month away from this year ending and this year has been one of the best yet saddest yet greatest experience. I don't even know. It's just like I would I would describe this year as being like a bittersweet type of a year where there was so much so much happening in my life. So so much. Um and uh yeah it was just kind of like man i had to do another podcast episode because it's been a it's been a minute (laughs) it's been a it's been a solid one month minute (laughs) but um but yeah i just wanted to tell you guys that i miss you guys i'm so glad to be back i hope to be uh back next week hopefully if i can um i know um I got a couple of midterm midterms. Oh man. You see, I'm already burnt out. <laughs> I'm burnt out, you guys. Um, I got a couple of finals coming up. Uh three. Um, all of them are writing. <laughs> a bunch of writing, law writing, and uh, African well, actually, no, it's not African politics. I was having a talk with one of my African uh, politics professor yesterday, and we literally, half of the time that we were in office hours, we were talking about dating life and everything and the struggle of it, and then um, and then the other 30 minutes, we actually focused on the final, <laughs> but it was so funny. He's, he's one of those amazing professors. Shout out to Professor Sumati. You are the best. Thank you so much for being not only my professor, but a friend at CSUSM. Um... But anyways, uh, yeah, I am. Um, I got like three finals coming up, and so yeah, pardon me if I disappear for a bit, but I promise I will be back with more content. Um, I'm trying to get a couple of uh people on the podcast because it's yeah, so many people have been wanting to be on the podcast, and it's just making time for it, um, and coordinating. So um, yeah, but um. But yeah, today's podcast episode, the topic, it's actually going to be about dating and how the dating world has completely, at least from my point of view, I feel like it has completely evolved into something, um, something some of us, like, I feel like we struggle. We really do. And, you know, I kind of just want to do this episode because... Me being me, I always want people to not feel alone or feel like nobody understands what they're going through. Because let me tell you, truly, I mean, dating nowadays is just, oh man, and it just keeps getting a little bit more complicated as so I've heard as you get older because you really don't know, like, what to expect from people nowadays. Everything has become so easily like handed to you at this point that it's hard to build really solid, strong connections with another individual. So, um, so yeah, 
let's talk about dating life. <laughs> let's see where this goes. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Hopefully it makes you laugh and smile and also kind of reflect and just feel that, yeah, you're not alone. Like we all go through this and hopefully, you know, at the end of, uh, at the end of this year and hopefully by next year, you, um, you either find what you're looking for, or you find that peace or that closure or that understanding of why you are where you're at right now. So, um, so yeah, dating. I, um, my experiences with dating. So I, I would say that I've had three solid, like three solid, solid relationships, um, like the ones I'm counting the ones that really like they really hurt because there's been other relationships but I don't think they have like had the same amount of magnitude that it hurts as compared to these ones and um I know that in um in Instagram there's always that um every now and then I feel like it always appears to me whenever it's like uh like valentine's day or something that they tell you your first love your second love and your third love and i'm like that's very interesting i've already gone through three loves and like somehow i'm still stuck on the second love um but um but yeah your first love is basically like the one that you you know where you start to realize what love is about it's um it's like your first love um the one you start to experience uh love with and um that is like, you know, like holding hands, kissing. It's like the lovey-dovey kind of like puppy love type of love. And then it comes the second love, which is the one that, you know, the one that hurts, the one that teaches you valuable lessons and you grow as a human being, but you know, they're not the ones. And then there is the third love, the one that comes unexpected, the one you don't know when it came, it just automatically like appeared out of your life out of nowhere. Um, and somehow that is the one that you end up with. Um, yeah, so I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I've been stuck on the second, <laughs> I guess the second phase for like a really long time. And, um, I would say that, yeah, my first love was, was one of the most prettiest loves. Yeah, it really was. I, I was so young. I was about like 15 and yeah, it was, it was a very sweet love. And I'm so glad that it was him because, you know, at the time, you know, when you're 15 and you break up, you feel like the whole world is going to end. Like it's going to like, you know, crumble at your tips and just, you know, you feel like the world ended, you know. But um, now that it like it's almost going to be 10 years since that relationship ended. Oh, my God. Ah, 10 years, <laughs> um, a whole decade. Yeah. Reflecting back on that, like I feel like like. I'm okay with how that ended, you know, like it was definitely a very sweet love. Um, I wish I would have not been too hard on myself on just not accepting it for why it had to end. But, um, but yeah, it's so sweet. Like it's, it was a really sweet love and I will forever treasure it as one of the, one of the most, uh, genuine, pure times of my life um 
one of my favorite memories has definitely got to be when uh, we exchanged Christmas presents. Yeah, and I got this candle, which by the way, I did not turn on that candle. Like I didn't light it up till like, I think years later, like this was almost like 10 years later, I would say. Yeah, it was like four, four years or five years later. Yeah, I don't know. But definitely it was like years later, I finally like decided to light it up and I just stood there and watched it. I put it in um <clears throat> in my window and just saw as the little flame kept going, you know, side to side. And, you know, I do remember this person told me to light it up whenever I felt like I was alone and needed just, you know, the light to guide me. And yeah, I would say that that was definitely a time where I needed that. And obviously that candle, like it burnt out completely. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. But, um, but I do have the letter. That is something that will I will forever keep um, close to me. And yeah, it's just, I honor that. I definitely do honor that first, first love. And like I mentioned, I'm glad it was him. I'm glad it was uh, him who taught me what love was really all about. Even if it was like for a short amount of time, it was honestly the most genuine one. And yeah, so fast forward, I mean, after that, I would say that, yeah, like from like 15 all the way to, uh, hmm, all the way up to 22. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 22. Um, that's when I experienced my second love, the first one, <laughs> um, yeah, that's when I experienced it uh, for the first time. Um, I know I've always like mentioned this person and bring him up, but it's like really like quick. So I'm finally going to like be able to talk about it and you guys will understand like, oh, so yeah, it was that person. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I met this person back in uh, November and it was on his birthday which I still find super crazy. Like, I cannot believe that I met him on his birthday, but I did. I did met him on his birthday, and it was uh, it was crazy. It was so crazy. Um, we were at my cousin's wedding. Shout out to Daisy. <laughs> um, if, you're, if you're, like, hearing this. Um, yeah, it was at her and Javier's wedding where I, um, I met him, and... Um, yeah, it was so unexpected. It was truly like very unexpected. I was dancing with my best friend for some reason. I don't know why. I was really, I was buzzed, but not to the point that I was too buzzed to not understand what I was doing. But I was just living life. I was just living life to the max. And I was at a wedding. And I think at 22, I realized that weddings are so fun. Like, they're so fun because there's a lot of alcohol. And you're like, well, you know, I'm not the designated driver, so might as well have some fun. Um, so, yeah, I was. Um, and um, <laughs> I remember that um, before he uh, arrived, I was 
doing this dance that I know that Adriana, she actually reminded me a couple of days ago because it was actually his birthday this week. And um, <laughs> yeah, she was like telling me, she's like, oh, it's the night of the crab hands. And I was like, oh, man. And I started remembering like memories just automatically started coming to my head as me dancing and literally the crab hands is basically me just going side to side with my fingers and pretending that I'm a crab. <laughs> There's a video of it that I thought it's so funny just seeing how me and my best friend were um, practically just Oh my god, we were completely buzzed. But she was laughing and I was laughing and we were just having a great time. We were spinning in circles on the dirt. You know, um dirt was like the powder was like literally just floating everywhere cuz so many people were dancing. This was like a Mexican themed wedding. And so um yeah, it was uh it was very unexpected cuz I think of all of those turns, like I kept on doing turn after turn after turn. And then all of a sudden, at one point, and this was literally captured on video. I still have that video till this day. Um, because apparently the, um, the person that was recording the wedding somehow captured this whole thing. And um, you can see that I'm like spinning and spinning. And all of a sudden, I somehow, you know, the the guy, this guy that became my boyfriend, he, um, he just literally like, he was looking at me and he walks up and he's like, Hey, can I dance with you? And I remember I stopped spinning and, uh, and I looked at him and it was like one of those moments that like, you know, literally time just stopped. And, you know, I was like, eh. I was like, I looked at Adriana and I was like, you know, girl, is that okay? Because there was a guy right behind him. And I remember she just gave me the biggest smile and nodded. And I was like, all right, well, at least she's going to be dancing with somebody else. And so am I. So I guess we're good. So I turned back to him and I said, yes. And so we started dancing. We started dancing this uh, banda music. And, um, yeah, we kept on dancing and he would leave and then he would come back again and it was just like back and forth and we would always be like talking something. Um, I would be making conversations with him to the point that he asked me for his, um, if he could have my phone number. And so I was like, okay, yeah, he can of course have my phone number. But, you know, I didn't think nothing was going to come out of it. Um, also, like I was like, well, maybe, yeah, this is just like one of those things that it's like once in a lifetime. I always think whenever I'm like, I guess I like meet someone that I'm like, yeah, this is once in a lifetime. It's never going to happen again. Um, but, um, but yeah, I danced with him and, um, you know, before he left, he was like, Hey, like, uh, it was really nice getting to know you and dance with you. Um, I have to go because one of my friends, uh, they actually want to go and celebrate my birthday at this bar. And so I was like, Oh yeah, it's okay. You know? I was surprised that this guy even came to my cousin's wedding um, and it was his birthday. So, um, oh gosh. So, yeah. So anyways, um, he's like, I'll text you. And so he disappeared and I was just there. I kept on dancing with my cousins and my best friend. And um, 
I think it was weeks later. It was definitely weeks later because it didn't happen like right off, like right away as he messaged me. This took some time. Um, he, he messaged me and he was just like, hi, hi, Karen. And so I was like, oh, snap. It's the guy that I met at the wedding. And um, yeah. After that, we just kept texting back and forth, back and forth, and then we ended up seeing each other, and well, long story short, we ended up dating uh, the beginning of January, and um, you know, fast forward to, I believe it was like April, I want to say it was April, yeah, I um, received the news that he was going to leave um, with his dad and his uh, brothers to um, to Colorado. And I remember that broke me. Um, I mean, things in the relationship were already starting to go a bit downhill. Um, he had a very, uh, he was, he had a very, uh, how do I say it? He was raised very um, differently, even though we were both from the same culture. Um, he was raised, uh, in a, a household where basically like the woman would still be just like the, the, the one that would have the kids and, you know, cook and clean. And that's about it. Like a housewife. And it was very, it was something that I do remember that we would always clash about because I would wish that he would be more, um, more understanding, about the fact that I had school, I had dreams, I had big, big dreams. And for him, it was a little bit concerning that, you know, he wanted to have kids like right away. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> like, you know, we're just 22. We're about to be 23, the both of us. And you want to have kids? Like, I was like, no, wait, I am not ready there yet. I think I'll be a mom, but later on. And I remember that was something that it was really hard for him to uh, wrap his his head around it. And um, yeah, it was also very difficult because... I, I didn't realize at the time, but later on, I did realize that this guy had a lot of, um, uh, he had a lot of, uh, past traumas from his previous, uh, relationship. Um, it wasn't, it was definitely not the healthiest and he was very insecure whenever I was surrounded by any guy, like any guy, even if it was my cousin, um, yeah, he was he was very insecure about that. And so um, what happened was that, you know, he left to Colorado. And well, you know, I thought it was like over, you know, like this relationship had to end and it break me so much. I remember I cried. I cried for so many. I think I cried for a solid month. I did. Um, I don't usually do that. But yeah, I did. I did cry for a solid month. I was very depressed, very, very sad. I think I really isolated myself from everyone, even though I was going to school. Like, I was going to school, um, taking summer classes, doing, like, you know, small internships while also working and everything. And somehow, like, I still, you know, found myself back into that, you know, um, space where I was just really sad that this relationship had ended. And, um, yeah, it's like... That's the one thing I, I've realized about, 
you know relationship like like those like that one the one that i experienced is that you know that it's like not a good relationship to be in it but somehow you still like you still want them to be there even though you know that you're not gonna grow for the better you're just gonna stay stuck um yeah that's how that's how you know that relationship uh made me uh feel um and also like i just felt like i lost a lot of like my will into saying anything as well like i felt very oppressed from like saying anything pretty much like you know if if i contradicted him he wouldn't like that and i would feel bad and you know i knew it i knew it in myself that that was not healthy like this dynamic was not but i i had this really like strong love for him that i knew was not healthy and attachment yeah especially attachment it was a very strong attachment that i had with him that you know i felt bad you know upsetting him and you know it it was not good so um so yeah so you know he left and you know we we basically like didn't see each other um for a long time and you know that's when i you know i started meeting somebody else i started meeting someone new but this this took like months later like months down the line um you know may happen um and yeah it was just may june july august 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 and this is where it leads to this book that I'm writing that, you know, I'm, I still don't know how I'm going to publish this, but I am currently in the process of writing this novel because I just feel like if there's any way that I can just heal from this, I guess, past relationship and just kind of like, you know, move on in a sense, um, is just by writing it. Um, writing the story because you know um <clears throat> this person yeah like he um he really meant a lot to me still does mean a lot to me and i guess i'm trying to cope with how how i can redirect that love that somehow you know is still there but in a way that i know that it won't hurt the both of us and you know, that I always think about that. I think about how, like, my actions will, you know, affect him or affect me. And so I just, I love being considerate. I always love being considerate. I think that's another reason why, you know, I, I care so much about people. Especially the ones that I develop a very strong bond and connection. Emotional connection with. But, um, yeah, this, this other love, the second love also. Because I don't think... I mean, as much as I wanted him to be the third one, the third, because he did appear out of nowhere. He really, I, I don't, I still don't know. Like, I'm like writing this like book as I go. And, you know, I'm obviously reliving a lot of emotions, a lot of, a lot of them that I'm just like, man, I can't believe I remember so much of that, but I do. I do. I remember much more of that relationship um and what it 
it brought to me the feelings, the emotions, and the memories. And um, <clears throat> and so, yeah, I, uh, I met him back in August. Um, and yeah, we met at a club, my favorite club. <laughs> my parents, I actually took my parents, you guys, to... Um, to my favorite club up in uh, San Diego. And they thought it was like my dad just kept on saying how the clubs that he went to back in his days were a lot better than this club that I would go to in San Diego. And I was like, Dad, come on. Like, <laughs> let's give it a little, you know, a little credit. They tried. And honestly, like I've made some really great memories there. So, you know, let's try to be nice. Um, but yeah, my dad is just super direct. He has no shame whatsoever. He'll just tell you things as they are. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm remembering that one night that I took them with Adriana. I always like have Adriana and I like, I want her to always experience these kind of stuff with me because we both have like a laugh out of it. Like we laugh about how, you know, she always tells me how she loves how spontaneous I am and you know she always wants to be part of these like crazy spontaneous adventures because they make her day definitely but um but anyways back to the story I um yeah I met him out of the blue on an August summer night um and uh yeah I I definitely could say that it was one of those moments that once again, I felt like time just stopped. But this time I, I knew that this person like, I don't know, it's just, you know, when you meet a couple of people in your life, I mean, we'll meet lots of people in our lives so many of them. But when you meet like specific people and somehow you know it in your heart, like you just you know it that this person is going to play a very, very big role in your life. I mean, you know, if if you if I would have the opportunity to like a year ago to talk to my um, my younger self last year and tell her like, hey, this guy right here that appeared out of nowhere singing with you. Yeah, like this guy, he's going to like, you know, be that much of an impact that you're going to write a book about him <laughs> and the love you shared together. And um, yeah, no, no, my my younger self would be like, you're crazy. That's that's totally not going to happen. But um, but yeah, it, it is happening <laughs> as we speak. Um, I am. Um, yeah, I I think that that love you know, I I like I mentioned I really thought it was going to be my my third and last like the one that is like, you know, your husband, the one you're going to marry and have kids with and grow old and where you were even going to grow old. I mean, yeah, it's, it was just it was that kind of love. It was that that love that it just it clicked it clicked on so many aspects and um yeah we met and uh we just hit it off i do remember him telling me how different i was compared to him because we definitely grew up in very different lifestyles um he was from another state from all the way to the other side of the united states and um 
And obviously me, I was, I was from, I was uh, from California and grew up most of my life here. And so, um, it was, yeah, it was, um, you know, the more I got to talk to him, I mean, there were nights, there were nights where we would talk for hours, 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 hours. Like, like I'm telling you guys, this was the kind of guy that, yeah, I was with him from like 9 p.m. all the way to like 3 in the morning. That was like, yeah, that was kind of like, what, like six hours? Yeah, like six hours of a, of just talking constantly on and on about the most randomest things. But at the same time, they were also very meaningful they were very meaningful conversations. And, um, I think that was one thing that made me, um, made me grow more, more comfortable around him that I was so glad that we had those, uh, those opportunities to like, kind of like talk over the phone. And then when we would meet up at the club, it was just about, you know, having the best time of our lives, (laughs) just dancing. And, um, and, that is something that I've been definitely uh, reflecting a lot over the last couple of days is realizing that that after this guy, um, I, I've been having a lot of trouble trying to, um, trying to just connect with, with other guys on that level because for me, I think it is very important to connect with someone emotionally first, um, before anything else, before dating, you know, just connecting with them, getting to know about them. And I know this takes time, like it takes quite some time, but, um, one thing that, you know, people have shared with me and my experiences is that, you know, people dating, it has just become so like, easily um recycled like you know if you if you just feel like within three days like you can't connect with somebody you just like let it go you know you don't even put in the effort to continue getting to know that person because they just want everything like right off the bat like they you know they want all of these qualities in a relationship but they don't want the title and you're like how (laughs) like how can you like you know, want everything, expect to have everything, but you don't want to have the title. Um, and I know that like, you know, for these guys that I, you know, that I dated these three guys, I know that it, it didn't take them that long to, um, to realize like what kind of woman they had in front of them, because I know I'm a very valuable and very sweet and caring woman and I hope like all of you guys whether you're a guy or a girl like also know that like you guys are very valuable and that anyone would be lucky to have you whatever it is that you you know that you did in the past or you know or currently are facing like just know that you are like amazing and you deserve to be loved just as anybody else deserves to be loved you know because we all have to start off with a clean a clean, uh, you know, beginning there, you know, it's not like as much as like, you know, we, uh, we sometimes don't, we, I feel like we, uh, 
we all deserve to start with a clean beginning. And, you know, I feel like that's one of the things that has helped me to try to like, you know, get to know other, other guys. But, um, but yeah, I will say that it's, it's been a bit difficult. The dating world has been a bit difficult, uh, for, uh, for me. And I remember that like, you know, I, I used to watch my older sister like struggle with this a lot. I mean, she was telling me the other day, she's like, don't worry about it. Like you're 24. Like me at 24, I had just broken up with my first boyfriend and I was like, damn, that is true. You, you had broken up with your first boyfriend for five years and that must have been tough. I mean, my relationship hasn't lasted for five years, like the longest it has been a year. Um, and boy, <laughs> did it sure, uh, teach me a lot, but, um, but yeah, like, it's just, uh, I, um, you know, she told me that because I was really frustrated. Like I was like, ah, oh, man, sister, it's just like, I want to, I want to be able to crave that, like, I crave that intimacy, that like connection, that, um, that emotional bond that you can create with others. And I definitely want that in a partner, you know, like I know that physical touch and, you know, all those other things are important too. But, um, at least for me, like, I think that's why this last relationship that I was in, like, it was so, um, it captivated not only my heart, but my soul that much that this person took the time to get to know me um, and just hear me out on all my dreams, my goals. And even though sometimes we would have these conversations and we would be buzzed, like, you know, this this guy would never like try to um, pressure me into doing anything that I didn't want to do. And that's what I, you know, that's, that's something that I would always like admire about him. And I still will till this day. Um, yeah, I just, I, um, I really wish people would still see the value in that, see the value in connecting with someone emotionally because it's just so hard. I actually, um, I think it was on, I was on YouTube I was, um, just, (laughs) I was watching, I think, some kind of, like, fan fiction about the Hunger Games, because right now, like, you know, there's the whole movie about the Hunger Games, and I saw it, and, um, and yeah, I remember that I, um, I came across this ad, and it was just, like, it became, like, like, so many times now, like, every single time, at least once or twice a week, I'll get an ad like that if I go on YouTube, but, it's this advertisement about Tinder <laughs> where, um, you know, it says like, you know, you, you go on your Tinder date on like a first date, then it turns into like, you know, you guys shopping for, um, for like a bed at like this store. And like, it's like, hmm, really thin Tinder? Like, is it really that simple? Like, I don't see it being that simple. At least, you know, based on my sister's knowledge, like it, and then also um, my brother-in-law, it took them a long time. I mean, obviously, if you, you just want to spend a good time with somebody, like, you know, you know that online dating, like, that's the place to go. 
But, you know, to find somebody that genuinely like appreciates you and everything, it takes a long time. And that's one of the reasons that, you know, I will say that I did try like online dating and I won't say that like it's bad. Obviously not Tinder because I feel like Tinder is just not, that's not the place for me. Um, but um, I did try the app that my sister wanted me to uh, try where... Uh, she met her husband, my brother-in-law, and uh, yeah, I would say that, yeah, that, it's a good app, but it's just, uh, man, like, like I said, it's just, once again, that whole thing about craving, like, intimacy, that I feel like that's one of the things that this, this generation is lacking a lot, is that, you know, we don't, we don't connect emotionally. We don't get to know the person like, you know, what are the things that they carried as a kid? Like, for instance, you know, have you ever like actually like asked someone like, hey, you know, um, what is your favorite memory as a child? No, because everybody is afraid to ask these questions. It's like nobody wants to get personal with like anyone because by inviting, you know, you becoming super personal with somebody, you, um, you also have this like thought in the back of your head that, hmm, maybe this person, like if I get too personal with this person, I'm going to scare them away. And it's like, no, that's what it shouldn't be about. Like, we should not be scared to be personal with someone. Like being personal with someone, that's what's going to get us to get to know that person better and for them to also get to know us better. Because, I mean, you know, if I want to dedicate my time and effort to getting to know someone, I want to get to know that person like as much as I can. And that is something that I realized that I, now that I'm like older and I've gone through these experiences, like, I'm like, yeah, I definitely do want to take my time in getting to know somebody, know what they like, know what they don't like, what they look for in a partner, what they don't, so that I can give myself an idea and be like, yeah, this is like a person that I would definitely see myself, like, getting married down the line. So, um, so yeah, I think that's why, like I mentioned, uh, the last guy, um, that I was in a relationship with, I, I, um, I really got to know him in that level. And so I, you know, I thought, <laughs> we both thought that somehow like we were both going to end up marrying one another and we already had it all planned out where it was going to be. He had it like, oh my God, he was so amazing with my mom and my mom, I don't think my mom, like I was actually talking about this with her yesterday and we were reflecting about it and I don't think my mom has, like, cared for, like, like, a lot in, like, I guess, like, making time out of her day to, like, get, like, apples, like, this bag of apples so, you know, my, my ex-boyfriend could eat, like, some breakfast if he had the chance, um, yeah, I know that my mom, she really did care a lot about it, I mean, she still does, because there are definitely, like, days where she will, she will ask um, if I if I know what he's up to, and I'm like, well, mom, I don't know what he's up to because I feel like, you know, maybe if I see what he's up to, um, maybe it, it will hurt me, you know. So, um, yeah, like I know for instance, one one night, um, I actually had to uh, I had to drive up 
well, I would always drive up to San Diego um, to see him. But, um, but yeah, I remember that my mom, she actually prepared like this really nice dinner. I even remember that she went to my grandma's like a neighborhood where she lives. There's like this, um, this little small, like little market and they sell all kinds of stuff. And, um, she actually, um, she bought him a flan cause she couldn't like cook him a flan. You know, she cooked him like, um, I think it was white rice. Uh, she also got him like taquitos like from that little market and uh she also made him some like chile rellenos oh my god no yeah my mom she went all over the top for this guy because i don't know my mom she told me that there were there was something about him that she felt like she wanted to like nurture him you know be be like a mom figure and i think it also had to deal with the fact that his family wasn't here um in california that my mom she has this like uh this tendency of like really wanting to be like nurturing and caring especially for those that don't have their parents with them and um yeah that's why it explains all like the apples the flan (laughs) the food everything and um you know it surprised me because yeah yesterday she did ask me she's like do you think we will ever see him again like we will ever bump into him and i said "Ah, i don't know mom i really don't know i mean I'm wondering if life would ever surprise me and be like, oh, like out of nowhere, he appears just like he appeared into my life, um, you know, a year-ish ago. Um, But I don't know. I mean, I I really don't know. I think it always, it will definitely have to depend on how ready he is because um, I think I I saw a post that uh, Jay Shetty put a while back where it says that some people are meant to stay in your life um, and they will just know the unhealed version of you. Um, and that kind of like hit me because I was like, oh man, like, yeah, when when I was with this guy, like, obviously, like, you know, I had a lot going on and um, yet I, I didn't want to lose him. I... I felt like he he was somebody very special. He really did bring out a lot of life back to me that I I really didn't think was there anymore. Um because of like my previous relationship and all like the uh the um how do I call it? It's it was just like very um I felt like I was in a cage, you guys. And um and yeah, just this this guy like I didn't want to lose him. I mean, like I said, that's why I think for me as a writer and writing the story about him, like I feel like being able to have that story where I can just revisit these whole emotions and having that space to really be able to write it and just be like, look, (laughs) this is like something that I want to leave behind because for many people like you know i feel like they'll they're probably gonna be like really like out of like 
everyone. It had to be this guy. And it's like, yeah, it had to be that guy. Because, um, because yeah, like you, you, you're not going to fall in love with anyone just because, you know, it takes time, it takes effort. And, um, and yeah, like, I just feel like, you know, if there's like one thing that I would want to make sure I do is make sure that, that I write the story because it really did, it really did mean a lot to me. It meant more than he will probably ever know. (laughs) Um, but, um, you know, here I am still like months later, still somehow like, you know, talking about it because yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to admit that people meant a lot to you because, you know, people, they take a huge, like, you know, people are very prideful, but you see, the thing is, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not prideful. I don't, I don't like to like hide my feelings and, you know, hide the person that I truly am because I think that by being being vulnerable and being honest with yourself I think having these conversations like you're like okay yeah I have to admit like this is what I feel you know and um and so yeah I am I'm kind of like right there in the spot of my life where I'm like you know I might not be able to connect with other guys or, or maybe you know maybe I can, it's just, I need to give it time, you know, not everything is gonna, like, happen out of the blue, just how it happened with him, even though, like, I wish, like, it was like that, you know, with all of them, but, you know, I guess maybe that's not how life works, it doesn't work that way, um, yeah, I, um, I will, you know, say that writing this book will, will help, in some way, in some shape or form, it's, it's gonna help, and, you know, I, I see this book as, you know, a way for me to honor that love, that, um, (sighs) that intimacy that you don't see on a daily basis, you just don't, No matter, you know, sometimes how much you try to find it in another person, like instantly, quickly, because I know so many of us, we, um, we definitely try to like, you know, jump into another relationship from another, but, um, but yeah, you don't, you don't fall in love with anybody that quickly. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is pure. And, um, you know, sometimes to find that third, that third person, you know, the the third one, the last one, yeah, it's going to take some time, and we're always going to think that maybe that second one is our third one, but maybe it's, you know, it's not, it's our second one, because life has all these things that they're trying to prepare you for, for the right one, and, um, you know, even though right now I still have no clue what this new year is gonna hold but one thing I know for sure is that it's not gonna start how it started and you know yeah I might I might definitely have some regrets that I wish I would have done better 
that, you know, I wish I would have just, you know, did things better. But, you know, it's just life. You have to learn. And it has to learn where it hurts the most so that you can actually learn it very well. So, um, so yeah, you guys, uh, just know that you're not alone. Know that, uh, that you'll find your person. And if you need to write, if you need to make a music, uh, like song or do karaoke or, you know, do anything artistic or just do something that can make you redirect that love back to that person where like you know it's not hate hate at all it's more like you know you send them well wishes you know do that do that because at the end of the day like it's gonna come back to you that good energy that you're putting out there for that person it's gonna come right back to you and um and yeah just don't give up. Don't give up on love. And, you know, just know that that you're beautiful. And that Karen is writing a book that at one point in our lives in this uh in this lifetime will be able to uh to actually experience it. So, um yeah. I hope you guys uh enjoy this episode and um yeah stay tuned we'll come back for hopefully next week hopefully and if not um maybe in two weeks from now but uh but yeah as for now i wish you guys a very awesome last few days of 2023 um know that i appreciate all your guys' support all your guys' love for walking with me through this journey and, you know, for knowing that, like, somehow I've made it to <laughs> the end of this year. And that you can, too. Anyways, take care, you guys. Mm-hmm.